Welcome to the Gin Ignite podcast. Whether you want to party or stay in, gin will ignite. This is the weekly show coming to you on a Friday, ready for the weekend, where we go through all things gin. If you want to find more out more information, catch me on Instagram at Gin Ignite or alternatively go to the website www.ginignite.com. Welcome to the show and let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to episode 14. Today we're going to go through all things rowing, swimming, mermaids, Instagram and gin, all in one big melting pot. We talk to Andy Riches from Geordie's Love Gin. But before we get to talk to Andy, I wanted to talk to you about some of the takeaways for last week. I was really interested the way Ian talked about brand as sort of a folder in your mind. So you sort of have this sort of blank folder. And then as you get to know more about the brand, you kind of add into that folder about that particular brand and how you can sort of influence, if you like, that brand a little bit. But the key takeaway, I think, was about planning your posts and thinking about who you're trying to appeal to. And that's not something that I'd really thought about before when I was posting. So I really think that's a really good takeaway. The other big takeaway for me really was thinking about everything in terms of a story. And loads of people that I've read sort of online have said, oh, yeah, yeah, don't don't just give people the facts, you know, craft it into a story so it makes it interesting and I've, I've got to be honest, I hadn't really thought about that. And some of the posts that have done really well for me anyway, I have done as more of a story and that's really, really worked. So I definitely want to cultivate that for myself. But I think it's a really good thing. And the one thing I really like about it is you have to be unique. So that means you sort of don't sort of copy anybody or anything like that. And I think that's really important. So, you know, maybe have a think about that yourself, because I think it really is very, very useful. Now, I don't think my Monserve gin, which was my sort of fake brand that I came up with Ian, with Ian last week, is going to go anywhere. But I do have a guest coming up very soon that might be able to sort of help understand how you could actually create a brand and actually implement it without having your own distillery. So that coming up very, very soon. My weekly gin recommendation for this week is from the Penderin Distillery and it's Brecon Gin. In 1990, some friends were in a pub talking about creating the most amazing Welsh whiskey distillery. They, and I'm taking this from their website, dreamt of creating a whiskey as pure and precious as Welsh gold, represented today by Penderyn's gold scene. And I can tell you they did that because their whiskey is absolutely fantastic. And it's the way that I discovered their gin. They essentially use the base grain spirit that they use for their whiskey and add some botanicals to it from the four corners of the world and create their Brecon gin. The nose pretty much is very much like a London dry gin. You know, it's heavily juniper braced and you can really sort of smell that. The flavour profile, I think, is really interesting. You sort of have this initial sort of sweet taste and it's sort of followed by sort of a citrusy taste. And then you kind of get a dry juniper taste at the sort of back end of the profile. It's a very smooth gin. It, it does go up to sort of 43%. And I think it'd be really nice. I certainly would 
obviously, as you would expect, have it with a Mediterranean tonic, but I think it would easily go with a standard tonic or an elderflower tonic. I don't think you could go really much more than that because I think you're going to destroy the flavour. But I can really see this very working very well in a cocktail. And it's definitely smooth enough, in my opinion, to work as dry martini, although for me personally, it wouldn't be kind of my first choice. It definitely has a proud place on my gin shelf. And for anybody that loves really a traditional sort of London dry gin, but with a little bit something special, I can thoroughly recommend it. Today on the Gin Ignite podcast, we're joined by Andy Riches from Geordie Loves Gin. I like to try and be a little bit healthy by keeping my weight in check and going for a walk with my dog Rufus. But I'm certainly not what you'd call an athlete. Andy completed an MSc in strength and conditioning, but was also a rowing coach in Gippsland in Australia. She's a competitive rower and has been a mermaid, but more about that a bit later on. She's also worked a lot of her life as a qualified swimming instructor. So how do you balance being healthy whilst also enjoying the occasional gin? Let's find out. Hello, Andy. Hi, Ben. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. So first of all, congratulations on becoming an Oral-B ambassador. What does it entail? Thank you. Well, it's all about getting the word out about keeping your teeth nice and healthy. And I think it's very important when we've got all these delicious cocktails that can and contain sugar that we're drinking. And I was kindly sent this brand new toothpaste that helps with your gums and your teeth and targets sensitivity, which I sometimes get which with ice cold drinks. And it does generally help. So it's just about getting the word out there. And if anybody wants to buy the toothpaste i have a discount code so contact me for that <laughs> okay well we'll go, be going through your contact details in a, in a, in a bit so uh, we can certainly uh, get the word out there that way thinking about teeth and keeping your gums healthy and everything like that and you were saying that think a bit about um what you're drinking with regard to cocktails but does that actually influence your choice of gin and tonic with regard to you know sort of uh, sugar it contains that kind of thing yes definitely i'd always always go for a gin if I knew that it had only natural flavours, natural colours, I would try and stay well clear if I found out that it did have lots of sugar in it. As you can see from my profile, I'm very much a classic G&T drinker rather than a cocktail drinker. And I try to, yeah, <laughs> I try to stay away from all the sugary syrups and use natural things instead, like freshly squeezed fruit if I possibly can. Well, I think it's, you know, quite nice to, to do that as well because, uh, you know, I think, I don't know, I, I, I quite like a sort of bowl of just strawberries or something like that. You know, you kind of, I think yeah. you sort of miss out if you're, uh, you know, always, I know my dad used to be a nightmare because he always used to throw sugar over everything. So he'd have <laughs> strawberries and he'd be like there chucking sugar, sugar and cream all over them and it's just, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah. just have them naturally. It's much nicer. I mean, don't get me wrong, I am a little bit of a chocoholic, but there's always got to be that balance, hasn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I either have the chocolate or I have a sugary gin, but I choose chocolate and gin without sugar. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. You've got to have some, you know, some nice things in life. So, uh, you know. Of course, exactly. Uh, all about balance. So like a lot of people, you were doing a lot of things pre-lockdown and one of them was competitive rowing. So how many people were in your crew? Um, I would usually have eight 
depends on what time of year it is but I used to like Rowan in eighth and that's the boat that we took to Henley Regatta Henley Women's wow and yeah well eight people there's a lot of people to coordinate at the best of times <laughs> mind trying to make a boat go fast but we did it so it's very good <laughs> and, and were you kind of part of the of the actual crew or were you uh, like the cox or or how did it i'm a bit too big to be a cox then <laughs> oh are you oh okay yeah i would never be able to squeeze in them little seats oh okay uh, it's oh. probably all the chocolate <laughs> well i wouldn't i wouldn't say you were big so the cocks must be absolutely tiny they are yeah and um, and what sort of level were you at well we uh, i've rode it in uh, nationals before oh wow and henley's a pretty big deal as well sure so it was really good fun really really good excellent and you've also done a lot of swimming and i know you've been uh, a swimming instructor uh, for a long time and I know you were teaching in your local pool, but since lockdown, I know your role has changed. And so what have you been doing sort of instead of off swimming? I've been, I've been waiting for the pools to reopen. Ah. <laughs> um, I also do strength and conditioning. Right. So I've, I've been allowed to do that via Zoom. Oh, okay. And now Swimming Women have allowed some outdoor sessions. So I've been doing them in the local park. Okay. Yeah, with the group of swimmers I work with, so I've been oh, really good. Fantastic, fantastic. So they've they've been able to sort of keep up their well strength and condition to, to speak. Yeah, sort of. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they've done a fab job. It's a, I think what we've all worked out is how well Zoom can work during these difficult times. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been really beneficial for everyone. And I also know that you do a sort of another type of swimming. So here I am, you know, I'm turning up for your class with my mermaid tail in hand. So what would I actually do in a mermaid class? Well, first of all, Ben, I'd like to know what colour your mermaid tail is. Well, I think it probably should be pink, really, to match my logo. Uh, I think so too, yeah. <laughs> it could match my tail as well. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I've forgotten yours is pink too, yeah. Yeah, mine's lovely, lovely bright pink. Would look like a pair of twins. Well, indeed, <laughs> yeah. Well, firstly, I would have to make sure that your tail fitted correctly because the tail oh, and the goodness. fin are separate parts. Right. And once you've, got, once you've got it fitted into your tail, well, then we'll go swimming. I'm going to assume that you can swim, Ben. I can swim, yes. Yeah. As, a, as I would make you do a test prior, but once we're in our tail. To a tail. How, what, what makes it is like a proper tail. It's not, it's not sort of like two sort of legs or a couple of flippers at the end. It's like a proper full on tail right to your waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's two parts. So there's the fin, right, which which is the the end of the tail. There's it's like it's plastic covered in neoprene. Oh, okay. And there's two holes. So do you just slide them on like socks? Right. And then once you've got that on, you can then put the tail over the top, and it's oh, like okay. just a lighter tail, so okay. it's stretchy. Wow. And you just pull it up like tight oh, wow. until it's. Yeah. Not, not that I'd quite kind of know what it's like to pull up tights, but there you go. But uh... <laughs> because it's data learn everything. But but yeah, then we can just tell, you can we can play treasure hunt games. So you can go and find the mermaid jewels <laughs> on the bottom of the pool. We can do mermaid bubbles. Mermaid they're called bubbles. Mermaid, and they're like mermaid kisses. Oh wow! Because that's what they are. So you have to blow out underneath the water and then then make heart shape. It's all very nice. Oh wow! Being a mermaid's always very Instagrammable. 
<laughs> yes, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sort of realize it was so involved. Yeah, it's brilliant. And also, you can get your mermaid badges, so you could be a bronze, silver, or gold mermaid, depending on how good you are. Oh wow! So what? So okay. So if if I if I get my bronze badge, what what have I done for my bronze badge? You've done fifty meters. Wow! Okay. As a mermaid, it's quite hard. You know, it's quite difficult. Okay, and and what about if I if I get if I you know I progress up the ranks and I finally get to gold? What what have I done for gold? Yeah, well, it's like a range of skills you could do. It's like distance related, skill related, like floating. There's a number of different requirements and lots of different practices that you need to do, but mostly it's just about getting in and having fun and enjoying it. So I have seen you with with a full mermaid tail and one of the gins on my gin shelf, not not actually my gin, but um, a gin that you own too, which is mermaid gin. And it really was amazing to sort of see how realistic the bottle was. It sort of the bottle sort of has scales on it, and it really reflected the scales in in the 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 sort of tail that that you had too. I was just going to say it kind of begs the question: How did you kind of get into gin? Well, first of all, I've been wanting to get my hands on that mermaid gin for a while now ever since I became a mermaid basically <laughs> so it was, it was definitely a photo opportunity to be had yeah although it wasn't the pink one I know well the pink one came later oh okay oh I've, I've still not taken a picture of the pink one with my tail no you That'll haven't have to come soon yeah definitely come soon um my love of gin started quite a few years before that okay when I was on holiday in Ibiza Right. With my mum and my grandma. Okay. For my twenty first birthday. And okay. that's when I had my first ever gin and tonic. Right. It was on top of the Shwire Tower. Me and grandma had we ordered a gin and tonic. Okay. Uh, it was quite pricey. Everything in a beef is. But um it came in the copper glasses. Okay. It had blue tonic and it just looked wow. amazing. It was so well presented. Uh, but mum at the time she didn't like gin okay she didn't enjoy a gin and tonic and she ordered a vodka and orange which came in a like a plastic tumbler <sighs> so it was at that point she had a bit of gin envy so the next drink that she had she got a gin and tonic and okay. it all just began from there it was just delicious i can't remember what gin it was i can just remember it tasted just lush it's lovely so then ever since then just love gin <laughs> okay and then I, I know you sort of started um sort of posting stuff on instagram really as a record rather than anything else but what what kind of attracted you to to instagram as opposed to one of the other platforms yeah well i've had instagram personal instagram for quite a while okay and i enjoy looking at like people's pretty pictures okay and i do like i enjoy taking pictures myself and i enjoy them when they look half professional Okay. And I just, yeah, initially I just thought it would be a good way for me to look back on a gin. Right. And how I enjoyed it. Because sometimes I'd forget. It's like, it's better than making a, a, a written log, making a visual log. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, I just, I just enjoyed doing it. And then I enjoyed going to the beach and taking pictures there. And it, it, it just start. it all started from there really. And I, I just gave it a go it's worked out quite well yeah absolutely absolutely but i know you didn't do sort of that much with your account for a while and then you sort of um 
actively sort of started to post again sort of in in the sort of lockdown so how did that sort of go about and what what kind of um drove you to to to, to go about um posting a bit more yeah well I sort of obviously when lockdown happened it was a bit of a strange time sure and everything sort of went virtual didn't it and I did have a pretty hefty gin collection from Christmas that I'd yet to post about okay so I thought what better time than to get them all uploaded get them tried and let people know what's been going on and then it was May so obviously we had Jinna Day May okay ran by Jinna Ding Ding and I loved taking part of that last year so I thought I'm going to do that again and and I did it every single day did it frequently I really enjoyed doing it I really enjoyed trying to be a bit more inventive a bit more different with my posts and then I think I just got the bug after yeah. that. It just didn't stop. I, I still continue to post frequently. <laughs> and how how do you select the gin that you post with? Well, m- mostly just from the collection that I have. Okay. And if I really enjoy, my page is all about the gin that I really enjoy. I'll tend not to post anything if I didn't like it because okay. I wouldn't. I don't I wouldn't want to do that no fair enough and to be honest there's not many things that I don't like <laughs> but I like to post my favorites and I like to post the, my favorite way of drinking it okay. and I also like to post it again if I found another way and it's usually by recommendations from other people on right. Instagram okay which is such which is lovely because I love to see people in the gin community and see what they experiment with and then if I try it and love it then I'd post it and and what kind of makes a good post for you if you're sort of thinking of putting a post together? What what kind of things are you thinking about? Yeah, tell us tell us about the pigs because the sleeping the pig. pi- yeah the pigs have been out recently. Some of the pigs, yes. So the, the pigs are from my local farm shop. Okay. And I was lucky enough to be a winner of the swimming pigs bottle of gin. So I thought I don't. I don't think Northumbrian pigs swim, and I don't think anybody would want to go swim in the North Sea. <laughs> but I do know why there might be some pigs, and it might be a fun day out for me going in with the pigs. And they also they're so cute, and they look great with the, the gin bottle. They were very interested in it, and I'm not, and I know why because it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah, no, it's from a local farm shop, and and they've got an array of different animals. And that's the that's where the, where where it's actually distilled as well. Oh no no, they have the pigs there. Oh okay. And I just took I took the gin bottle with me. Oh right it was, okay. It was okay. Some pigs gin, so I thought used to be with some pigs. Yeah, absolutely. They're very nice pigs, so I think they get a very bad rap. Really, they're, everybody sort of says, "Oh no, pigs are sort of a bit smelly," but they're they're very they're lovely animals, particularly the small ones. <laughs> it was quite a windy day, and you know I did get a few whiffs. Okay. <laughs> they didn't smell great yeah no okay, yeah i'm not not quite sure they're yeah i'm not quite sure they're ready for their debut on the sort of catwalk of um no. eau de cologne de, de pig or whatever <laughs> but you know they're um i, I mean they're, but they are i don't know i think because everybody sort of says oh they're smelly and they're dirty and they're really nasty but actually when you sort of see them kind of in the flesh yeah all right they might be a bit smelly but they're they're actually really lovely animals I they are, and they were so friendly. They were so lovely. 
they're just very inquisitive. And I love the little sounds they make. I love their snorts. Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> I would love to go and see the actual swimming pigs, though. I would love that. So, so what, they actually swim, do they? Yeah, in the Bahamas. Oh, right. Did you not know this? No, I didn't. I didn't. I've I've only I've only I've only come into this gin since I've been watching your post. So, <laughs> yeah, the swimming pigs gin. It's inspired by the swimming pigs that are in the Caribbean. Oh right, the Bahamas. So there's these pigs on on a beach. Uh, I think there's a lot of history that I'm not I'm not going to because I'm not sure if I know it exactly. Okay, but the pigs live there, and over time they've expanded their population and they go swimming. In the beautiful crystal turquoise waters in the Bahamas, so they have a pretty nice life. Wow! You'll have to have a look. They're so cute. They are. They are. I mean, you know, I, I, I've been really enjoying the uh, the post, as you can tell. So, uh, obviously, I should have maybe read read it in a bit more detail. So, I'm sorry about that. No, no, don't don't be sorry. It's all right. If you um, so if you're talking about posts for a while if you're looking at somebody else's post what what kind of things do you look for in posts what what makes a good post for you you know if i I, let's say i'm new to instagram and you're going right ben you want to post about gin what what would you be telling me to to maybe put in my post or props that i need etc etc well the thing i love to see i love to see offers and i love to see deals so if right i ever buy anything i like to put it in my little content of my post Okay. Where I got it and how much it was. Okay. Um, so I like to see where the deals are, and to try something new. And I just I like to see a good post. I like to see a, a clear image, and okay. I like to see because I'm a very classic GNT lover. Sure. I love to I love to see what's in it. I love to see what garnish it is. Okay. I like spending time trying to find out different ways to try the gin and obviously you know i know that uh tristan from massingbird monday is a very big traditionalist yeah. so obviously that was kind of a match made in heaven when you did a live with him how did you get into that <laughs> well it's a funny story okay. i noticed tristan's instagram story yeah and i had two bottles of his gin anyway right and he, want, he was asking if anybody if any gin influencers would like to do an instagram live with him and I'd never done that before and I'd never thought about doing it before. Right. But I just messaged and I said, well, I have your gin. And I'm not sure if my face is better suited to radio, but if you'd like me to help you out and do a live, then I'd be more than happy to. And it turns out that he did. So I panicked a little bit. But then I had a great idea of what to do with my live. So it all worked out well in the end. Yeah. And what made you decide to do it in the restaurant? Well... The restaurant, uh, well, the hospitality industry has had a pretty difficult time as well. Absolutely. Over the past few months. And I thought it was important, especially for like maybe the local followers to see me in a pretty stunning venue with a stunning view to try and get the word out there about like these places are open and they're, they're ready for the customers and this place is stunning. So go and visit. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as I was saying to you before we started this chat, I I haven't really seen that in a live before. I think it was something sort of very unique, which is, yeah. you know, I think it's always good good to see. Yeah, well, I thought it would be good to promote Tristan's Gin and to promote Mark's restaurant because 
well, both of them really deserve a boost at the minute. Absolutely. And sorry, what's Mark's restaurant? Let's mention that because... Yeah, it's called Caboose and it's in Blythe in Northumberland. Okay. And it's just situated in the most beautiful location. It's on the River Blythe and, you know, you can see the sea and there's a lovely decking area. That's where I was. And you can see and you can see the boats coming past, as you pointed out in your line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though it wasn't a fishing boat, as I was corrected. <laughs> but, you know, you get things wrong. <laughs> you ha- you know, you, you you were saying about a face for radio. You haven't got a face for radio. You did. <laughs> so you. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure we correct that, you know, uh, on the podcast. But, yeah, no, so that was why. And I hope that if I ever was to do another Instagram live, I do have a few places in mind, but I would like yeah. to use my platform to help other people's as well. That's brilliant. Because I think I think it's important. So, would you do anything differently next time? Yes, yes, I okay. would. Okay, and what well, what would that be? Well, I I do a different location. Okay. Just to keep things interesting. Sure. Um, I think I would still do the little market research that I did with Tristan's gin, which could have been quite risky. But I think it went down really well. It did, yeah, yeah. I think Everyone I think people loved it. loved it, yeah. Yeah, they did. So after after the live, they were asking me where they can go and buy the gin, and I had a little cheeky discount code for them. So oh, I did you? Oh, Tristan nice. From that, so that would have been really good. I haven't asked Tristan actually. I have to ask him. Oh, okay. What? What? How? How you did, and where your commission is? <laughs> <laughs> no, whether we got any orders. No, no, no I, I was joking. <laughs> But, but yeah, well, I've got a few places in mind. I'm not going to give anything away. No, I understand that. I understand. But that. also, I've, I've not, I've not got anything lined up. Should I say? I do have ideas for if somebody did want to do a live with me. Well, that kind of neatly leads me on to my next sort of set of questions. Really, um, what qualities attract you to a brand? I like at the minute. I'm really interested in local brands, and I'm interested in brands who are reducing their environmental impact like with regards to plastic and like their packaging and the way that they reuse like the in the gin distilling process so i know i know mermaid gin particularly are very very hot on that and they're very hot on um sourcing local ingredients so yeah well you've got to protect those mermaids you know well you have yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) we're hard to find well indeed indeed (laughs) gotta protect yeah, absolutely. And protect the tails and, you know. Yeah. And I just, I love seeing the people behind the brand, which is great, which Instagram really helps with because the brands can not only tell us how amazing their gin is and whether that like they've got their bottle ideas from or anything like that, but we also get to know the people behind it. Sure. So I've learned a lot of that during lockdown when I've been because a lot of people have been using the live platform to promote their gins. And it's just, it's really nice to hear the story behind it. Sure. And the sure. people behind their gins. And I love it when I post something and, and the brand loves that I've posted it. That's what I like. Yeah, no, it is really nice. I must say, I, I posted a, um, something uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before. And um, the brand, um, uh, the Edge Gin um Actually, yeah. they actually re- reposted, which I felt, you know, very humbled by because um, yeah. 
when some mo- most people don't repost they just tend to sort mm-hmm. of say i'll go to this post but they reposted and i just yeah yeah definitely oh the guys at the edge gin are lovely as well you've championed sort of some brands as well particularly at your local farm shop i'm particularly thinking mm-hmm. of holy island gin how yeah how did how did that come about well the, when lockdown happened well me and mum didn't tend to go to the big supermarkets unless it was for a click and collect right and because we didn't feel like we wanted to be in a busy environment or in a big supermarket so we decided to go to the local farm shop once a week okay and it was just brilliant because i think what they did really well it's moor house farm in stanton by the way anybody wanting to know (laughs) it's just this little farm shop and i think they did everything brilliantly when lockdown first happened because they'd already set out like rules and guidance for people to follow so like one family member in at a time they were already wearing masks there was a designated area to wash your hands before you enter the shop there was limited numbers inside the shop okay and i think they just did things so well at the very beginning and it made you feel really safe being in there right and inside the shop it gets even better because not only do they have like the most delicious tasty local produce ever but they also have local gin which is absolutely fantastic oh fantastic we'd never heard of holy island gin before lockdown before we went in the in the farm shop okay obviously we picked up a ball obviously loved it (laughs) obviously and yeah and the holy island guys have been brilliant over engagement over instagram and just last week we decided to just pop up the road and go and see them before the tide came in okay <laughs> so we didn't get stuck on the island even though i wish i was stuck on the island because it was beautiful it was a oh. lovely day as well oh, fantastic. it was so nice to meet them and yeah. they have a lovely little distillery on the island and i would urge anybody who is in northumberland to go and visit them oh okay fantastic and and what what in particular made you choose that 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 gin other than it was local is the you know was it sort of the the bottle type or the design or well, the bottle design is lovely okay but yes because it's local and i'm all about anything that's nearby <laughs> and we love holy island just love it oh fantastic so talking about sort of brands and engagement how how do you think a brand could get more engaged with you oh they just like my posts or comment okay totally fine by me and what about sort of lives or you know going on a podcast for example or a a competition does that kind of yeah anything i did my first ever competition recently and it went really well okay and i think well if if brands want to do a live or competition with me then i'd be more than happy to do that because I really enjoyed doing everything that I have done so far. Okay. And how, how so, did that competition work? Did you get in touch with a distillery or did they get in touch with you? And It worked, It kind of worked both ways. Okay. And, and yeah, it was, well, I was a bit nervous because it was my first ever competition. Right. Okay. I've never done one before, but I think everybody enjoyed entering it and I certainly enjoyed running it. Okay. Yeah, because you um, have to be a bit careful, don't you? You have to... Uh, say certain things like it's not sponsored by Instagram and all that kind of yeah yeah uh-huh. okay and then I enjoyed making uh, I enjoyed doing the little video at the end to announce the winner just so everybody knew that I was doing it properly 
<laughs> yeah, with with the yeah with the Excel spreadsheet and number nine oh four or something. I seem to remember. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Regarding your logo, who actually designed the logo? It was my mum. Okay. My mum, yeah. And presumably with your input. So how how did you sort of come up with the? Well, in fact, how did you come up with the whole name Geordie's Love Gin? Well, uh, we try to keep it simple. Uh, Geordie's who love gin. <laughs> That's literally okay. it. Okay. And the logo, we're like, we like very minimal, sort of standout logos. So there's not much going on. And I think it works really well because I can change it to anything. I changed it to Geordie's Love Rum, which we do. Yeah. And Geordie's Love Gin Deal, which is on my website. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I think it works really well. Yeah. It, I, I must say, I think often the simplistic logos kind of work. I, almost more effectively you know you look at someone somebody like apple or the night kind of swoosh or whatever it mm-hmm. might be and i think sometimes just that logo kind of works just really well yeah um, thank so, you i'll i'll make sure i tell mum yeah no it's good it's good because i've just been on your website actually this morning and i realized that you can actually buy the merchandise and you can actually get loads of deals on gin so yeah. How, how did uh-huh. how did the sort of the deals on gin come about? Was that again sort of distilleries approaching you? Well, one so well, I've got the discount code with Dundee Gin. Yes, yeah. So and I love Dundee Gin, so I'll happily promote that. Okay. And I love the Stag Pourer. That's my favourite thing in the world. Stevie the Stag. Not and, not Stan. No, that's Tristan's. I know. I know. Stevie. Oh, you've you've got one too. I didn't realise that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got one. Oh, right. I was the first one. Oh, really? Oh, right. I didn't realise that. I had one before Tristan. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that that kind of I I hadn't realised that. I thought Tristan was was the uh, the first stag p- person with the you know on his bottle. No, no. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> and well, the gin deal page is just well. I would like to think that people could benefit from that. Yeah. No. I think I think it's a great idea. I just. I've I've got to be honest. I tend to just um, sort of concentrate on people's Instagram profile, and I don't always kick on, you know, click on the profile. Um, yeah. So well, the website's very new. It was a very okay. new thing. I've only had it a couple of months. Okay. So I'm still working on it. It's not it's not 100 perfect yet, but hopefully soon. And the merchandise was just a little bit of fun for me. Yeah, no, that's really good though. I think it's it's really fun. And how does that tie in with your mum's sort of passion project for Super Lush Cards? I know that uh, I hadn't, I I thought Super Lush Cards was quite new, but I know you've said it's been going for quite a bit of time, but how does it all sort of tie yeah. together? Well, we are completely separate, the gin account and Super Lush Cards, but mum has recently done some gin-related cards and people seem to really love them. They are great, weird. I've got to be honest. The majority of Super Lush cards are cheeky, funny cards that really you want to giggle at. It helps with ideas from the gin community, especially for what sort of gin greetings people might want on the card. Yeah. There'll be a gin Christmas range coming out soon. I'm oh, sure. wow. So what's what's kind of next for Geordie's Love Gin? What, what have you got planned? Well, I've not got much planned. I'm okay. just going to continue doing what I'm doing and keep posting frequently and as long as people enjoy my posts then i'll keep doing them okay and i'll keep trying to find good deals (laughs) excellent excellent well i think that's a good way to sort of sort of end but um 
how can people kind of um get in touch with you i'm mostly on instagram okay the majority of the time but i also have twitter okay um, there's a facebook page on my website <laughs> and they're all geordies love gin so it's all nice ge- and simple okay well i'll put those all in the show notes so um it's been, it's been really amazing i have to say and, and really sort of thought provoking but I can't let you go before asking you two questions, which I always ask guests on the show. So what is your favourite gin and what would you serve it with? Oh, that is such a hard question. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go with Law Gin, Ibiza. Okay. Because it was the first distillery that I visited. It's my favourite island. Right. And... I would serve it with a light tonic and a good wedge of orange. Okay. And lots of ice. Nice. It nice and simple. Okay. That's quite a kind of a fairly fairly straightforward one, but and and sort of um conforms to your principles of G&T, so that's that's good. And what does gin mean to you? It's just it's fun. It's it's I, I love gin in moderation. But yeah, it, uh, the the best thing that I love about gin is that me, mum and grandma can enjoy it together. And you always remember that it's not just me drinking it. There's also mum and grandma who's a critic too. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I think it's, I think the nice thing is sort of drinking together like that is sort of, it, it, it's sort of a, a moment in time that you, you know, that, that you have together, which is, which is yeah. really nice. Mm-hmm yeah uh-huh. so we missed it during lockdown but we've formed a little bubble with her now so it's nice oh fantastic oh fabulous fabulous well i'm i'm very glad about that and i'm very glad that you you came on the show so thank you very much for coming on thank you for having me brilliant i've had a great time fantastic thank you very much to andy i think this gives us sort of a really unique perspective from the sort of instagram side of things which is really really good Tiger Gin have been really making me laugh this week. Some hilarious posts and Stockport Gin have really got in on the act. I love their I don't feel hungover. I have gin flu. I think it's absolutely amazing. The Gower Gin Company has had loads of posts as well. They've had a competition. So if you have a look at hashtag Gower Gin Presents, you'll see all the entrants for that. I'd particularly like to say congratulations to Vicky Mason 88 who actually won with her entry, The Usual Suspects. But I'd also like to pay homage to Emma at An Elf's Ruin, who did a great entry under Miltwood. And I have to be honest, I would struggle between the two of those, but they were really, really amazing. Also, The Wandering Bartender has had a competition. It's now in round four. It's in the James Bond round. He did a brilliant sort of opening to that, uh, where he did a video and you couldn't really see what it was what it was actually wearing and you were like thinking what's going on here you know i think he's a bit too close to the camera then he put the james bond music on and kind of revealed himself and he was in a tux and it looked really really amazing and the entries oh my goodness i thought the last round was was good but the entries are absolutely fabulous if you go to at the underscore wandering bartender and check his stories you can vote for the ones that you think are the best i think you're going to struggle because they really are amazing my instagram shout out this week oh i got it right i actually said instagram properly hooray 
is Grandma's Gin Parlour. Carol, I really love the fact that you used to have a Westie. You definitely get a thumbs up from me and a paw for my Westie, Rufus. I really like your Grandma's Gin Parlour board that you present on. I think that's really amazing. And I really loved your presentation recently of the Gower Gin. And the fact that Mr. C was having Guia Rossilli, uh, Dragon uh, Gin, and you were having Ramenta Gin. And I apologise in advance if I've pronounced those in an incorrect way. Please, if anybody is listening at the Gower Gin, then I'm more than happy for you to come on and correct me. I liked the uh, Splash Challenge also that you did recently. Now, I'll forgive you that it wasn't actually with gin, but it looked really amazing. And I thought your picture was really, really good. I also like the picture you did after lockdown. I think it's always nice to see somebody behind the sort of Instagram account. And that's something that I'd really like to do myself. So I'm hoping in the next sort of uh, week or so, you might actually see a picture of me and I might be brave enough to do that. I really like the fact that you try things in your posts and then you refine them. I, I noticed recently that you did the Highland Sling cocktail with Rock Rose Gin Citrus Coast Edition. Quite a mouthful. And, but you decided to dispense with the sugar syrup and just have the elderflower posh pop. And I think that was a really, really interesting, but it was nice that you put it all in a post so people can make their sort of own decisions. Because I know some people like sort of sweet tasting cocktails and some people don't. So, you know, there's room for all of us. Keep your post going and thank you very much for your support for the podcast and for me. I would love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, you can do so via direct message at ginignite, either on Instagram or Twitter. If you've got ideas for the podcast, you can direct message me on either of those two I've just mentioned or podcast.ideas at ginignite.com. If you've got anything else that you just want to have a, a bit of a gossip or whatever, then please get in touch using gin.gossip at ginignite.com. The thing that I like about the gin community that I've met so far is that nobody judges anyone for what they believe, what they look like, or who they choose to be. The world would be a better place if everyone took that view. Grab your drink, toast those you love, enjoy your weekend, and whether you decide to party or stay in, I will be with you in spirit. Seriously though, enjoy your weekend, and I look forward to joining you for another episode next Friday. Cheers.